You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. Yo, podcast world, how are ya? And welcome to the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. Okay, this is a solo Q&A podcast. The questions I have pulled from my Instagram page, as well as people that I'm currently training on the Organic Fitness Program. All right. So the topics we're going to be covering in this podcast are the likes of, okay, hitting a plateau, okay, and what are the tips and the strategies that I recommend to progress, okay, the likes of your coffees, green and teas, and as well as that, an alternative that I'll be suggesting that you could and can drink, organic, of course, okay, and then we're going to move on, the difference between extra virgin olive oil, the cooking oils, and standard olive oil okay and finally we'll touch on the likes of dairy products okay so those are the four products or four topics we're going to be covering here this afternoon well whenever you get to listen to this really but we'll touch on the first okay in relation to training because a lot of us are currently doing training at this moment in time and we're based at home and this is an important point that for pressure um the word i'm looking for is progression for progression to occur you have to increase the and change up the stimulus if you keep doing the same training whether if you're doing a 5k run if you keep doing that 5k run and you just hit that 5k and you're doing it the exact same time you do those two workouts or those three workouts or those four workouts in the exact same way the exact same tempo okay you can't progress because the body is so intelligent, it's able to adapt to the stress it gets put under because it's a natural stressor, training, whether it be a beneficial effects, obviously, as a result of the training that you do, not only in happy hormones, endorphins, but the progression in uh, clearing the mind. But doing the same training, you cannot progress. So if you're currently doing or asking the question, how many training sessions should I do? It's dependent on your fitness goal. But to change up the stimulus to progress, what I recommend is we typically can't get to the to the gym or gyms that have a wide range of your weights, ranging from one all the way up to 25, that nobody ever picks up, the dust is building on them. But they go even further than that. But touching on the point that it isn't always weight progression that you need to change up the stimulus. It could and easy be the likes of time under tension, which I was and still am a major believer in. Okay, because too many of us, when we were in the gym, we were lifting extremely heavy weights, just moving it from a point from A to B, and you weren't actually incorporating the muscle fibers that you wanted to work. We'll take the example of a squat. The majority of us were loading up the bar, we're squatting down, we're coming straight back up as quick as we can. But now we don't have that added weight. We can now slow down the tempo. And what you do when you do that, you put the muscle under a different type of strain, okay? It's time under tension. And you're able to burn more calories as a result of that, okay? And as well as that, time under tension, all I've got, and I'm using, I call it extremely light weights, but weight, the numbers are relative. What's heavy for one person is light for another, okay? I'm using the likes of combining compound movements, such as a squat with a press, okay? Slowing down those movements, and then incorporating in a German volume type style training. Why? With the clients that I'm training, because that's changing up the stimulus that is progressively overloading the muscle, which is needed for building lean muscle tissue, 
okay? And what that means is German volume 10 by 10, it's doing 10 reps of 10 sets of each one of the exercises. So we'll just take the example of the squat press, okay? The squat press is you have added weight in your hand. I'm currently using five kgs, okay? Two five kgs in either hand, one in either hand, and then you go down, dipping down into your squat, grabbing it, your two dumbbells, bring them up to the shoulders and press to the ceiling. Okay, that incorporates a large muscle group, firstly the legs, and then you're doing the shoulders as a result of that. The next exercise that you incorporate into your 10 by 10 is and can be a one where you slightly increase the likes of the tempo. You could go to a kettlebell swing. As a result of that, you would then are building up your endurance as well as using those large muscle groups in the previous based exercise. And the final of the third of the three exercises that I, I'm currently doing is the 10 by 10, is the high intensity. It could be high knees, it could be jumping jacks, it could be touch squats, it could be burpee presses. All in all, you're incorporating large muscle groups tear more muscle fibers, you're doing them time under tension, and as a result of that, then you're burning more, tear more muscle fibers, you're burning more calories, and you're get, eventually getting into your heart rate up right to the end, using your fuel, your body fat as a fuel reserve. That's what I'm recommending people to currently do, and if they want to progress, it's just about if you are taking breaks throughout the 10 by 10s, you need to just shorten the breaks that you do the next time because you're going to get fitter, you're going to get healthier as a result of doing more, okay? Because if you continue to do the same type of runs at the same time, at the same tempo, at the same at the same training, each and every week, with the same weight, at the same slow, uh, fast tension, you then need to just change up the stimulus, okay? And if you are doing three nights or three days or three evenings or three mornings a week training. Could you up it to four? Because if you do more, you will get more as a result, okay? And then always work in those large muscle groups as opposed to just a single bicep curl or a tricep, okay? And finding the exercises that works for you and focusing in on the areas that you want to improve on. If you want a more leaner toned Arms, focus on the arm areas, okay? Focus on the shoulders, the large tops of the arms. Focus on if you want to improve your leg tone and if you want to focus in on your core exercises, incorporate in a couple of core exercises in between the high intensity and your large muscle groups, okay? That is what I'm recommending you to do. And then with the likes of preventing a plateau, is using your foods to their full advantage, okay? A lot of us don't do this and why I recommend people to do this is after your exercise your body is and your muscles act as a sponge okay because glycogen which is the form of energy that our body uses okay so carbohydrates get converted in the body to glycogen and it gets stored in the muscles when you work out okay the muscles then are depleted of this glycogen levels okay so straight after your training your muscles act like a sponge and this is why I recommend people to not reduce the amount of foods that they eat after they train they say oh now I'm now I'm trying to be hitting fit, fit and I'm trying to be healthy and then they reduce down the amount of foods that they eat your body is in an optimal condition to consume foods especially carbohydrates because it'll be soaked up straight up into the muscles that you worked including your legs the large muscle groups that you've worked including the shoulders that you've worked including the core exercises that you've worked and all over body workouts is what you incorporate in when you do those 10 by 10s because you're doing kettlebell swings as well incorporating in the back you can do push-ups you can do rows working that chest another large muscle group okay this is the added benefit of consuming your carbohydrates directly after your train, okay? 
always try and do things and maximize the benefits of them for you because when you do these things and put these into practice you get the benefit okay it's not that a lot of this information is out there already but you cannot gain the advantage of something you do not do okay and i highly recommend people to incorporate that in to their routine okay and as well as that some people say well call me I have doms, I have doms in the likes of my, my legs and how the hell am I going to do and break up doing the next, to the training the next day, okay? If you have doms or delayed muscle onset, with that's abbreviation of, okay, you break up the week. I'm recommending four times a week, okay? You do, can do upper body 10 by 10s. You can do then a lower body 10 by 10 and then you take the break. So it's Monday, Tuesday on, Wednesday off and then Thursday upper body and then lower body again okay you then your body has time to adapt to the stressors that you have put it in under okay and just a couple of foods that come to mind that are natural muscle repairers are spices such as turmeric and ginger if you're not currently adding them into your diet i recommend them they're absolutely so easy to put into the likes of your stir fries your dishes and you could do a ginger ginger tea okay chopping up the grated ginger putting it into warm water, and then, then including to drink off the ginger, preferably, because you get the added benefit of fiber. I do love maximizing the benefits of the foods that I eat, all right? Don't be neglecting it and throwing it away. Okay, so that's in relation to people who are coming into the occurrence of coming into a plateau, okay? And you can gain muscle and build muscle on this type of style training. And as well as that, using the like of resistance bands, that is another added benefit, okay? I've ordered mine, they're on the way. I have a, have a lend of a couple of cables that I'm using here that I was able to get at, and uh, the 5kg dumbbells that I have, and a 10kg kettlebell that I got. Little, every little helps. <laughs> so that's what I have. And a time under tension, the 10 by 10 is a way of previously changing it to a better style of training that changes up the stimulus that prevents you getting a plateau and all focusing in on your specific goal okay and if you want to improve on your runs you focus in on the runs okay and splitting up whether if you want to do runs and if you want to improve on your muscle tone you try break up you could do two or three days of your home workouts doing your 10 by 10s and then maybe two the other two days you could do the likes of runs if that's your fitness goal be specific on your fitness goal because you get clearer when you get more specific you get clearer on the result okay so if you have a personal trainer or if you're asking me that question okay intelligent people ask intelligent questions okay because they get the right answer as a result of that so the more questions you ask people who are in the know who are in who have the information that can help you, the better for you. So the more questions you ask, okay, keep asking the right questions and you'll get the right answers eventually and make them suit you and your specific fitness goal because everyone's different. Don't say, because Coleman's training five days a week or six days a week, I should be training five and six days a week. No, you don't have to do that. I've been training since the likes of, I've been properly training since about 16 years old. I joined the hurling team and it was a senior team at that and I was training we were lifting weights up at the hurling pitch and ever since that I've been I've, there's a lot of mistakes I've made along the way food th things in relation to foods okay Th thinking that I had to consume nothing but protein to build muscle firstly to build muscle you have to tear the muscle fibers so you have to do the training incorporating in the muscle that you want to work okay if you're not feeling it in the muscle okay it's a thing called muscle mind connection you need to start doing it okay in the likes of a squat if you're 
getting down and going into a squat and you're feeling it in your lower back, then you're not doing it correctly. Your form is off. You need to be pushing through the heels predominantly, okay? And keeping your back straight and your head up, your chest out and your shoulders back. Correct form is key and squeezing those muscles. When you go from a squat, you come up without having pressure on your lower back. As a result of that, you squeeze your glutes, squeeze your hamstrings, squeeze your quads, and then you get a better muscle-mind connection. As a result of that, you tear more muscle fibers, you burn more calories, and you have the ability to build more lean muscle tissue. That's the exact same with any muscle group that you're working, okay? So, next question we've got here is the likes of coffee, green tea, okay? Are these beneficial or do you recommend them? Is the question I get currently uh, asked, okay? As a result of that, they have both antioxidant properties, which I'm a major, major fan of, okay? Why is that? Because antioxidants are, okay, beneficial chemical compounds that are found in not only fruits and vegetables, but also beverages such as coffee and green tea, okay? But with coffee, coffee has the caffeine, which affects your it's a stimulus is what exactly what it is, okay? And preferably, people are having a first thing in the morning to wake up, okay? As well as that, you can have a negative effect with the caffeine because the caffeine has a 10 and a half hour window of um, life cycle that can stay in your body, which has the negative effect of uh, preventing you falling into a deeper sleep. So for those of you that drink coffee, preferably to drink it, something's ringing off there in, there's no editing in this podcast, <laughs> So preferably to have it first thing in the morning if that is when you are and want to drink it because it can affect your sleep. And if you affect your sleep, you can negatively affect your hunger and satiating hormones, okay? Your hunger and your leptin hormone. Okay, how many of you have literally nearly ate the house, ate the cupboards, cleaned them out because you've had a poor night's sleep and or stayed up, watched binge Netflix or whatever film you're watching till all hours, okay? The added benefit of the green tea is it has less than half the likes of the caffeine that coffee does, okay? So it still has those polyphenols that reduce oxidative stress, okay? That can improve skin health. There's a massive winner in that one. Why? Because it contains vitamin C, because green tea comes from the leaves of plants. As a result of that, you have improved skin health, which is a massive winner, okay? But the thing I am going to recommend individuals to try and sample out if you're not currently doing it already, I have been taking this probably... I'm going to say consistently for the last four years and then on and off previous to that. So this is a maca powder, okay? For those of you who don't know what maca powder is, it's actually a root, okay? It's a root vegetable that comes from the likes of Peru, okay? It comes in a ground powder form, okay? It's in the shape when it's harvested first of a radish, okay? And for those of you who don't know, it actually comes from the family of brassica related to the likes of the superfoods, kale, okay? Cauliflower, broccoli, okay? Cruciferous vegetables, Okay, and it's able to have the ability of increasing your energy levels. Okay, can increase your libido, those of you that need that. And as well as that, it has and contains iron. So, and it doesn't contain caffeine. That's the other added benefit that it has maca powder. Okay, and when consuming it, it's important to choose these organically, whether it be your coffee, whether it be your green tea, and especially the likes of your maca powder. Okay, you'll be getting it in any of your health food stores. Okay, I don't have a brand that I'm currently. Uh, opposed to it's just getting any maca powder especially at this moment in time that you can currently get okay i'm, think, I'm pretty sure that they're selling it in the likes of Lidl and alley so anyone is shopping there health food stores holland and barrett i have no affiliate with any of those individuals but it's just something that 
you could incorporate into your diet that I highly recommend you, okay? It's been used for thousands of years. It's called an adaptogenic herb, okay? It's massively high in antioxidants, as I said, can increase your blood flow in your body. That increases your energy levels as a result of that because your blood flow has oxygen in it. When you have more oxygen transported throughout your body, you, as a result, have more energy. That is a knock-on effect to anything to be more productive, to get more tasks done throughout the day, and be and be more be improved at your training. So maca powder is something that I'm highly recommending, and you can add it into your likes of your overnight oats, which I'm a major believer in. You can make even smoothies. That I have a couple of smoothie options that I have on my YouTube channel. If you're not checking me out that currently at the minute, I highly recommend you to do that. It's Coleman Power Organic Fitness. C O L M A N. There's no E in that one mess you up every single time if you don't get into that one because there's no e in coleman when you put it as a first name okay just clearing that up you know people get kind of when they their, their name they spell it right yeah i am one of those people too so maca powder is the alternative in relation to the likes of your coffee or your green tea you could have it as a smoothie and or in your overnight oats or any of your baked goods that you're making from scratch Okay, I'm putting in about 15 grams of maca powder in the likes of my overnight oats, and I have them regularly, every morning. It wouldn't be a morning if I didn't have them. Okay, so now, next question that we're going on to is the likes of difference between is cooking oils and oils. Oils are healthy fats, okay, that I must, must recommend people to consume in their diet. It has been a demonized macronutrient. That's one of the three main macros. It's the protein, the carbohydrates, and the fats and the healthy fats, okay? But there's differences between extra virgin olive oil and all the other oils that are out there. But we'll just touch on the likes of the two main ones that I've got asked specifically in relation to. It's what's the difference between extra virgin olive oil and olive oil, okay? So the main difference is extra virgin olive oil is the less processed of the two. And anything that's less processed has higher antioxidants, just like all the other vegetables. When you consume a vegetable as most rawest form, take the example of leafy greens, okay? Rocket, spinach. It has higher antioxidants because it has no processes done to it. It literally comes straight from the ground. It's been harvested. I, I harvest it myself. Yes, <laughs> I am an organic grower. <laughs> so <laughs> harvested, and then it comes straight to you on, in, in a container, bang, Bish, bash, bash on a plate. Okay. But then the likes of your extra virgin olive oil is different to your olive oil in the fact that it has an added process to it. Okay. So it just has reduced benefits of antioxidants in it. However, when the process of extra virgin olive oil is carried out, it increases its smoke point. Okay. So this is where it gets a small bit technical. So extra virgin olive oil has higher benefits of higher antioxidants. However, it has a lower smoke point, okay? And the smoke point is in relation to those who don't know what it is. If you cook an oil or use a cooking oil that you see in the pan that starts to smoke, it's causing react, um, the opposite to, just call them free radicals, okay? These are negative chemicals that cause stress to the body, okay? However, these are naturally occurred, but excess of amounts of these, they naturally occur in the body. However, excess amounts of these that occur are consumed, in your diet cause negative effects such as excess inflammation which you don't want because it causes chronic illnesses because but there are acute inflammations such as the likes of swelling redness and even spots okay so excess amounts of free radicals okay is a negative thing okay the, the so the main difference is it has a higher smoke point the virgin olive oil and the 
extra virgin olive oil has higher benefits, okay? So I recommend, because uh, I like to maximize the benefits of the foods that I have, okay? I recommend cooking at a medium to high heat. That's what's perfect for extra virgin olive oil, okay? And choosing it organically. Why? Because when you choose it organically, you don't have harsh chemicals and it's, it is registered with a governing body. And you, you can trust those because you if you trust me, the likes of the Irish governing or the governing bodies that products are registered under are regularly, statistically checked at minimum, okay, once a year. And then there's random spot and checks after that, okay? And the process that goes involved in keeping records for those organic trust is the one that I'm currently registered with is it's it's a high process and it's extremely diligent throughout the, all the processes that has to be carried out for that product to carry that symbol. Okay, looking out for the gold leaf if you haven't seen it on organic produce, okay? Like I'm a major believer in people just choosing the foods that they best can that suit them to maximize their benefits of their health, okay? So that's why I get them to choose the likes of extra virgin olive oil and as a result of that, choosing it organically, okay? But to touch on another oil that's commonly recommended is the likes of coconut oil. Coconut oil then has a higher smoke point. However, then it doesn't have and contain the likes of the omega-3 and omega-6, okay? So it has a higher smoke point. So if you're cooking at high heat, you really want a meal that's quick and high and fast and you're sauteing really fast, bang, bang that on. Up, up to number six, up to high on your pan, and you can cook at higher temperatures as a result of that, using that cooking oil. But to get back to the omega-3 and omega-6, that's the added benefits of the likes of your extra virgin olive oil and your olive oil, okay? It's part of the Mediterranean diet that adds the added benefits, and these are the benefits of extra virgin olive oil and olive oil. See, they contain omega-3 and omega-6. Omega-3 and omega-6 are essential fatty acids. We must consume them from the diet, okay? So they have to come from food sources. And food in so and the food source such as the likes of these cooking oils contain good ratios of omega-3 to omega-6. Omega-3s, okay, are the anti-inflammatories, while the omega-6 are essential, okay? They are inflammatory. So we need a balance of both. And omega uh, the omega-3 found in extra virgin olive oil is at a good ratio, okay, compared to other oils, okay, comparing it to vegetable oil, comparing it to sesame oil, but sesame oil has the likes of a higher smoke point, so it's always important to nail down what you're actually specifically talking to, because there's no specific best cooking oil, there's no specific best training, there's no specific best food to eat, it's specific to what you're doing, to put it into context for yourself, okay, so getting back to the omega-3s and the omega-6s, Okay, so omega-3s are good for skin health because they contain the likes of anti-inflammatory properties, these antioxidants, okay? Okay, and as well as that, oh, those olive oils, okay, healthy fats, they improve brain function. Why? Because they have the ability to improve your brain function because the brain is made up of 60% fats, 60% fats, okay? So if you're not consuming healthy fats in your diet, your brain cannot work at optimal function. You can't be as productive as you possibly can. So consuming these on a regular basis, these cooking oils, and as well as that, other foods that have high, I'll say, uh, examples of omega-3 compared to the omega-6 is walnuts, chia seeds, flax seeds, okay? These are all things that I recommend people to add to the diet. They're healthy fats that 
contain the likes of higher omega-3 than omega-6 because there are foods that contain, typically most foods that are healthy fats, they contain the omega-3s and omega-6s. They contain higher omega-6s than omega-3s, okay? And the omega-6s we don't need as much of, okay? We need typically more of the omega-3s, okay? Another example of higher omega-3s are the likes of organic free-range eggs, okay? I'm a major believer in sustainability as well as that because and healthy food choices as a result of that to be the best version of you that Eggs are a complete protein. They contain healthy fats, okay? And they're low carbohydrates. The people that are afraid of carbohydrates, so you're winning on all ends there, okay? So I typically have eggs for breakfast. As a result of that, I get healthy fats. I get a complete protein, which is not only for muscle repair, muscle maintenance, and it keeps you fuller for longer. People forget that one about the protein because you're not hitting your protein targets. You can't maintain the muscle you have. You're not hitting your protein targets. You can't build on the muscle tone that you have. If you're not eating enough protein, you won't feel associated as you possibly otherwise would have okay another benefits of the likes of your healthy fats are the increased absorption of fat soluble vitamins vitamin c vitamin good for um your skin health vitamin a also is good for skin health okay and vitamin d is a natural mood improver and vitamin k okay the likes of what foods are high in uh, fat soluble vitamins, dark leafy greens, spinach, the likes of rockets that are still in season, okay? So that's why I am currently recommending people to consume the likes of spinach. You could lightly saute it with extra virgin olive oil to maximize the polyphenols. As a result of that, cooking it at a medium to high heat, not too high, to prevent it going into the smoke point to ha have the negative effects of smoke. Never a good sign, okay? <laughs> so, and as well as that, increases absorption. We're recapping here. Brain, increased brain function and skin health because skin health is improved with increased omega-3s, okay? So you need to add in a little more omega-3s in your diet for improved skin health, cognitive function, and increased absorption of fat-soluble vitamins. Okay, and we're going on to the last question now in relation to dairy. And this actually links on quite, quite well because omega-3s are found and omega-6s are found in dairy products. We give the example of milk, okay? And milk and green teas and coffee and any liquids, smoothies, all add into your, now we're coming into the warmer summer months because it's been an absolute belter of weather we've had the last couple of weeks, to your liquid and water intake, okay? Because the majority of are not drinking enough water, okay? And your body is also made up of 60% water, your overall body 60 and 70%. Okay, that's a quite a high percentage. Okay, and your muscles need water, and your body needs water to optimally opt to perform at optimal levels. So, as a result of that, okay, dairy could be one way of you consuming more liquids in your diet. Okay, but it's a complete protein as well as that, containing all nine essential amino acids. However, there are some people that are lactose intolerant. And what that means is they're unable to break down the protein lactose and it causes negative effects, okay? So if you have a stuffed up nose on a regular basis and you're consuming dairy, okay? I was lactose intolerant for a high percentage of my life, okay? And as a result of that, I was previously, I previously used to be a big major, major um dairy consumer in the form of yogurt okay but as a result of that then i decreased the amount of yogurts that i have and increased the amount of dark leafy greens that are high in vitamin c in my diet and vitamin c is a natural antihistamine for those of you that don't know that okay so if you have a clogged up nose on a regular basis the incorporating of checking if you're lactose intolerant firstly and reducing down your dairy increasing your vitamin c that has so many benefits especially if you consume it with the likes of your extra virgin olive oil at medium heat you get 
knock-on effect of maximizing the benefits of all those foods that I've just mentioned, okay? So it's important to find out if you are lactose intolerant, and if you're not sure, it's all about it, taking it out of your diet and seeing does it improve, okay? Give it a decent amount of time, okay? The time depends on the variable individual, okay? And if you have no problem or no issue or no changes in your current current breathing or any other symptoms in your um overall energy levels it's important to then add it in maybe add it in a slowly slowly adding it back in but if you are choosing the likes of organic of products such as dairy okay it's so important to choose them organically why because organic produce that contains dairy has higher omega-3 than omega-6 because omega-3 is actually found in the soil and then what do the cows eat what does the soil grow in it goes in the grass and what do the cows eat the cows eat the grass and do you know what they say you are what you eat and that's exactly what that is actually means Okay, so what you end up consuming is dairy from the likes of the cows. Okay, making sure they're coming from the likes of your organically sourced dairy. That is the recap of the things that we've just consumed here today. So if you prevent, we'll just go over it again. To recap, preventing plateaus, okay, changing up the stimulus. Don't continue to do the same trend, to do the same exercise over and over again. Okay, the likes of coffee, higher caffeine but higher caffeine that has benefits that increase the stimulus okay so does green tea have the likes of caffeine but a lower amount okay these and then the likes of maca powder that you can consume and it doesn't doesn't have that negative effect of affecting your sleep that the coffee and the green tea can have okay then the differences of the extra virgin olive oil to improve your brain function improve your skin health with the omega-3 higher or good ratio in the likes of organically produced extra virgin olive oil it is a good cooking oil for medium to high heat if you're going to cook at a higher heat the likes of coconut oil and sesame oil are typically good sources for cooking at higher heat okay and then dairy make sure it's organic right lads hope you enjoyed this podcast and if you have any other questions in relation to fitness food nutrition you pop them in to send them on to my instagram if you're not currently following me there facebook or i'm on tiktok now as well that's cold man power organic fitness you check it out. I'll send, I'll send you back the message as soon as I possibly can. And I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on wherever you're getting to listen to this and share it with just one person to get out there. And I really do believe that the good people pass on good knowledge to others. All right? As I always finish the podcast, lads, stay tuned, stay classy, and keep it organic. You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. Hey, I just wanted to come on here and say thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. If you got any value from it at all, I really would appreciate it. You could share it with just one individual, whether that be word of mouth, whether it be on social media, hashtag <laughs> Organic Fitness Buzz Compound Effect. Alright, hope you enjoyed this latest episode and as well as that, if you are listening to it on iTunes, I really would appreciate if you could give us a review, that'd be doing me a massive favour and you goddamn well know this is the best goddamn fitness podcast out there. Stay classy, stay tuned and keep it organic.